and hey, how about that nutty Star Wars bar? Can you forget all the creatures in there? And hey, Darth Vader in that black and evil mask, did he scare you as much as he scared me? time that is boys and girls it's time for another thrilling episode of geeksters and welcome to episode 33 of the geeksters i'm your host ed and i'm your host sean and tonight we're going to start like we always do with releases of the week releases of the week and our first DVD release, or Blu-ray actually, is uh, Cloud Atlas came out today. Well, you can say DVD and Blu-ray, because yeah. it does come out for both. Combo, yeah. Uh, movie I didn't see. Okay. But I heard good things about it. Heard it's really long, no. Really? It's like, uh, I think, over three hours. Let's see. Uh, it is technically 172 minutes. Well, close to three hours. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's because it's episodic in a way, because mm-hmm. it spans a lifetime of, or like, galaxies, but it focuses around the same kind of people. Mm-hmm. You like some stories, but you don't like other stories, so you just kind of, it's like an anthology of stories about these souls. Right. But I heard it was good, and it's supposed to be visually exciting, so uh, I'll sit down one day and kill three hours. <laughs> <laughs> It's got I can't imagine seeing that in the theater, though, for three hours. Oh, I mean, I, we've done The Lord of the Rings in three and a half hours. And, you know, yeah. Sitting. Yeah, I mean, I can sit and watch a three-hour movie in a movie theater, but the seats are comfortable. Yeah. If I got my popcorn and if I got my, you know, big, large-sized Coke Zero going, <laughs> you, you go get Halle Berry, Tom Hanks. <laughs> 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 but I think that was one of the real big, well, I mean, big movie-wise that came out release-wise. Well, the other one is uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out in the three days. Uh, that's right. They redid and... they redid the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre Yeah, and did it in 3D. So it's kind of technically like a remake of a remake, but yeah. now in 3D. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I heard it was okay, it was good, but... Again, it's a remake of a remake of a remake <laughs> in 3D. And finally, what? Dexter Season 7 came out. Yeah! So, Dexter. I know you're a big fan. Huge fan of Dexter. This was a good season because, for the spoilers, for those people who, who are not fans of the show, Dexter's a serial killer who kills serial, other serial killers. He works for the Miami Metro Day Police, and he's a blood splatter analyst. And he, you know, it's a really good show. But last season, well, actually, this is be this is coming up is season eight, eight which yeah. is the, the final season for the show. Right. Season seven, the end of season six, his sister found out that he was a serial killer. Yeah. Okay. So this whole season kind of dealt with her. Well, you, you're a psycho. You only kill like, but. And he kind of, he almost kind of wins her over, like by the end. Mm-hmm. But what's nice too about it is, if you remember Chuck, the TV show Chuck, mm-hmm. the girl who played Sarah. Yeah, she's she was in this past season. Okay, and she plays a serial killer. Ah, okay. So, but he falls in love with her, and she falls in love with him, and he actually it was just really like very nice. And I'm not gonna tell you how it ends because it ends with this holy shit moment. All right. You know. 
So I'm really looking forward to see how it's going to end. And they started or started early this year because the new season starts in June. Wow. So I'm like, either they're going to really, it's going to be a long season or just their normal 13 episodes. They just want to get it out there right now because the show is so good. <laughs> I can't wait for that whole complete series on Blu-ray. Oh, I'm going to be like loving that. What else came out? Uh, that was our, of our, our movies. Uh, for video games, it is Metro Last Light Limited Edition came out. Yep, never played. I played the first. Was it, no, that was Metroid. I used to play. So, Maybe it's the same character. I don't know. I never know <laughs> because I know that what's the what's the game where the you would play? I think it was Metroid, where you're playing the character and they're wearing the armor and it's got the two 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 yeah. side scrolling, and then, yeah. then you find out that the person in the co- in the uniform is actually a chick. Yeah, it's meant that's uh, Metroid, Metroid yeah. not Metro. Metro. Yeah. Oh, screw Metro Light then. <laughs> screw Metro Last Light Limited Edition. It's a first person shooter. Uh, boom. Survive a horror gameplay in the future. So. Oh, you know what? I did see the box that we like. Yeah, all right. So. I don't know how first person it is, but yeah, all right. So. You know what? Actually, now I'm looking at it. Maybe I may have to check that out. I did just trade in a bunch of games, so I got some, some credit lined up. I got some uh, GameStop cred built up. Yo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, that was our releases of the week. Light, 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 light week. Yeah, do yeah. You, now, do you think it's because like most of the movies that have come out... I mean, Cloud Atlas was uh, like a summer movie. Mm-hmm. But it was like August. And I think that maybe now they're, they're, they're easing back on the good movies coming out on DVD and Blu-ray because the summer movie theaters and stuff I think this. so, too. Because why, why would you want to buy a movie, take it home, when they want you to go to the theater and see it there and spend your $10, 12 bucks? $10? That's, that's a cheap night. <laughs> if you're not spending $30 to go to the movies, you're not getting out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the, you know, if you just bought the ticket. Right. <laughs> that's not even $10 anymore. I think it's like 12 isn't it? I th- yeah, I think it's I think it's 12 but if it's in 3D, it's 15 now. Yeah. I remember back in my, back in my day, Ed. <laughs> back in my day, I used to have to walk uphill both ways to get to the movie theater. And the movie theater was $4.50. fifty. And we used to sneak people in on that four fifty. <laughs> Was that, was that when the movies are in black and white? No, there was colors. <laughs> but were they like talkies? <laughs> yeah, there was talkies. But but back in my day, in my neighborhood, you had a movie theater almost like three blocks apart. You had you had one movie theater that showed only one movie, one movie, and then you'd walk up maybe like four or five blocks. There'd be another movie theater, one movie. Same movie? No different movie. <laughs> and, then, and then you'd walk up a couple more blocks, and there'd be another movie theater. I remember my friends and I used to do a double feature. We used to go to one movie theater and then walk three blocks to the next one to go see the next movie. That's back in my... We did have a, we did have a multiplex. You didn't take a streetcar to have a nick for a nickel? No. We walked. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> And then, horse truck carriages going by as you walk. No, but it wasn't. It was, it was a long time ago, a time called the eighties. <laughs> Get out! Let me paint the scene, please. Please tell me now. Dun, dun. Please, please tell me now. Dun, dun. Come a, come a, come a, come a, come a comedian. Yes, it was back in those days on multiplex. And I used to walk to before I could drive. And when I did drive, I drove there all the time. <laughs> the most movie theaters they had, at one time, four. 
Four movie theaters, four movies. <laughs> then they expanded and bought the building next to them and became an eight cineplex. Oh, jeez. Oh, those are wild times. New Orleans. And, and the place still sold movies for 450. <laughs> 450. All the times that we had. <laughs> Seeing movies like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? I, back in the 80s, saw Die Hard, the first one, six times in the theater. <laughs> six times. That's, and that's back when they used to have the movie out for more than just a weekend. They didn't care about weekend box offices. It wasn't all about opening weekend. All right, all right, all right you're, you're straightening yourself. Let's. You want to take a nap? I can. Oh, 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 so anyway, so well, what's next? Okay, Grandpa, I'll go back to sleep. <laughs> oh my God, we just did the whole wacky morning radio. Hey, here's Grandpa. Oh, you kids today. Back in my day, oh, comics books meant something. Oh. <laughs> okay, Grandpa, I'll go back to sleep. Okay, and back to the show. Waka waka. <laughs> Okay, so what's now? I think it's time to move on to nerd news. Is it? Yeah. Nerd news? You're kidding. Nerd news, nerd news. Let's all go to the newsroom. Nerd news, nerd news. And here's your host, Ed. All right. Our first story you brought to me actually last week. I thought I'd share it with everybody. Movie theater manager finds a way to make Iron Man 3 exciting by having fake gunmen storm the screening. I saw this article and I read it and I was like, Ed, this needs to be on the show. Because (laughs) how stupid can you be? Okay, I mean, let's go back a year. You got the tragedy that was in Colorado. Right. You know, the guy for the Dark Knight Rise, this guy comes in and shoots up the place. Yes. Then it's right on the heels of the Boston Marathon. Yeah. You know, hey, I know what we're going to do. Let's have fake gunmen. Okay, like, okay, what does the article say? Because I kind of vaguely remember reading it, like, the facts. Tasked with finding some way, any way, to get people excited for Iron Man 3, the manager of the movie theater in Jefferson City, Missouri, hit upon the idea of having people dressed in full tactical gear and carrying what appeared to be assault weapons storm the screening, thus casually the audience to freak out over what the what great time. They had the movies. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, let's analyze this for a second. So this guy in Jefferson City, Missouri, yes. basically says, you know what? I don't think Iron Man 3 is going to bring enough people to the theaters. So I need something that kind of jazz up, make people excited that it's Iron Man 3. Because, no, I don't really think it's going to really be a good movie. <laughs> I know when the movie theater is packed with people, I'm going to have gunmen storm the area and have Iron Man come in and save the day. And I'm not going to tell anybody this. It's going to be a key secret. Yeah, that's going to go over real well. <laughs> it was I, no, Thankfully, no one was hurt. Right. Okay, so going on. <laughs> also, unfortunately, somehow, unexpectedly, over the possibility of being a deadly theater shooting, Aiken... Aiken. 
excuse me. Again, it says Aiken in my book, in my paper here. So that's how I'm reading it. A kin's a family member. Like, how y'all doing? <laughs> to last year's shooting trajectory in Aurora, Colorado, a conclusion was jumped to. They're they, the own comp. Oh, boy. I am screwing this up today, aren't I? <laughs> oh, it's going to be a fun editing episode. This is going to be a long one. <laughs> the conclusion jumped to thereafter the com- own comic book movie premiere was similarly interrupted by a go-toting, body-armored-clad men. Regrettably, they didn't stop to consider the possibility that maybe these men were supposed to be members of fictional government agency S.H.I.E.L.D. So, basically, I'm not going to read the rest of the story because it goes on and on and on, but basically... <laughs> What was what was said was, of course, everybody called nine one one after the fact because sure. they were freaking out. And then, of course, the the captain of the Doug Schumacher later telling news local news affiliates that they had a an off duty officer was in attendance, but likely would have failed to realize that the, the fun they were have surprised. So basically, luckily nobody was there. They would have ended up getting shot. That's basically what ends up happening. Okay, so again, let's let's recap for a minute because. <laughs> So the guy basically says, "Hey, let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull, do this stunt to give people excited about the movie." Yeah, right. Like it'd be different if he kind of said, "Hey, guys, we're gonna have a little play beforehand." Yeah. Then he'd be like, "All right, we're jazzed. Nobody get excited. It's this is all pretend." Yeah. He doesn't tell anybody that. You're, you're sitting there with your popcorn, your juju bees, your you know Mike and Ike's or whatever, right. and all of a sudden, all these people come barging in with guns, and. Why wouldn't you freak out? Yeah. You know, you're lucky that you're... Luckily, it wasn't like people decided to go, oh, hell no, and start beating the crap out of these people. Yeah. You could have went either way. Like, I, I really hope this guy... I hate to say it, but this is a case where I think somebody needs to lose their job. Yes. Because he endangered lots of people by doing a stupid stunt on a movie that was going to have people coming anyway. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> Freaking morons. <laughs> Can't get any dumber than that, can it, Ed? Nope, cannot. Next. Well, well you gotta, you gotta work on that segue, Ed, because the next story is a woman savagely attacked outside McDonald's by She-Hulk. So right after I said it couldn't get any dumber than that, you could have said, "Yes, it does." <laughs> Ironically enough, a woman was savagely attacked outside by McDonald's by none other than She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's this? Well, this I, I, I don't story. think I don't think I have any prize-winning stories. To just, despair so so this is gonna be pretty much a dumb i love dude you gotta understand this is a show about dumb news articles yes we gotta poke fun at the geek culture that we love so much like who's stupid enough to dress like okay read the article, read the article. i need to know did they even was there a picture of the girl yes sure is. Well, like i said like always we will post our news articles when the shows get posted online so everybody see, can see what we've read. Okay, so just so you people know that Ed comes to me with these news articles and I am learning them at almost pretty much the same time you are. So my reactions are real. Like right away, I don't see a picture of the She-Hulk, but I got to know what she looks like. Yeah. I have to know because <laughs> like you saw the picture. Yes. Okay, give me the news story. Okay. York police are on the lookout for a woman in her late teens early 20s in connection with the assault of a 17 year old outside of mcdonald's the problem the attacker was dressed as she-hawk at the time okay all right (laughs) okay go ahead so the event took place around 3 a.m on friday april 26 according to police chief cheryl hunter the attack was totally unprovoked the unknown assailant stands about five feet eight inches tall and is wearing full green body paint police believe that she was caucasian Maybe not if she's green. (laughs) 
Who knows? Okay, well, hold on for a second. First of all, she's 5'8". Well, well, let me finish reading the rest of the story before you go on. According to reports, her hair was dyed red, although from the looks of the photo, you see she's more like she's wearing a wig. So you have to see the photo when you think. But, of course, now first Spider-Man steals $6,000, and now this. What's next? Which we reported on. (laughs) You heard it here first, people. Geeksters. But what's next? Captain America stealing candy from a baby? Iron Man holding the door excessively on a subway, causing everybody to be late for work? (laughs) Those Marvel people are a menace. (laughs) Hold on. Okay, we we, we talked about Spider-Man. Again, this article completely forgot about the... Spider-Man punching a woman yes. in New York, which is my favorite. <laughs> Just, <laughs> runs away. Then you got this one going, the Spider-Man stealing the six grand from a brown paper bag mm-hmm. from an old man, no less. Right. Now it's a five foot... Eight inch tall woman. But it's, it's about average for a woman, I think. Yeah. yeah. But she's painted green with a red wig. Yeah. So obviously, you sure was She-Hulk and not Poison Ivy? It looked like She-Hulk to me. Really? Yeah. I'm just saying, okay, so what, now describe the picture in, like, nice detail. Like, well, we see it's a full frontal face of her. I mean, she does look Caucasian based on the picture. I don't care about she the race the part. She has hair, I'm... and she's, she's just totally green, but she's very... She's muscular? Muscular, yes. Oh, okay. So the, but what was she wearing, like, as a costume? Was it, like, a ripped T-shirt, or... The only show that the top have it, and she was wearing, like, a, a, a tan shirt to it, but, like, sleeveless, so... <laughs> okay, so unprovoked woman in her twenties went. Yeah. I need me chicken nuggets. <laughs> punches some seventeen-year-old girl and then runs off with her food, or just just punches her and runs. <laughs> punches her and runs. <laughs> you stole my man. <laughs> runs off. God, I love this world. It's so wacky and so stupid. Speaking of stupid. <laughs> oh, look at that segue. All right. Ready, Detroit? Here comes your colossal Rob- Robocop statue. <laughs> it was back in February 2011 when Mayor Dave Bing Bing. of a near bankrupt Detroit <laughs> ignited a tinderbox of countries by kicking the cyborg liar man on the curb after a tweet suggested by a fan that the mayor, that the Motor City lawman from 1987 film and the sequels should be immortalized in art. The argument was based on the fact that Philadelphia has its Rocky statue and Detroit deserves a signature hero as well. Okay. All right. <laughs> so so the mayor of um, the nearly bankrupt Detroit yeah. decides to go, hey, we need to kick up. We need to. Well, basically, he was just kind of passing it off at first, but then everybody was like, we need a hero like Rocky in Philadelphia. So RoboCop, <laughs> since RoboCop was based in Detroit, they figured but, what a perfect character but to have. Here's my thing: Rocky is a completely made-up character. It's not even like he's like a real hero. He's a guy who was written down on paper. So it's not like and, and half the time we don't even want the statue in certain places. To, okay, we fight for see, okay, like let's let's do a little backstory for the okay. people who don't who don't live in Philadelphia. Obviously. Ed and I live in Philadelphia, yes. and the Rocky pictures, you know, with Sylvester Stallone has been a very popular series, but it's based on a fighter from Philadelphia. Completely yes. made-up character. Right. Now, in Rocky Three, they, someone as part of the movie, you know, part of the movie plot, for those people who haven't seen it, Rocky gets a statue dedicated to him. Because he's going in retirement at that point. He's going in retirement, so they figure, hey, let's do a big, big bronze statue, and put it on in front of the 
Art Museum yes. in Philadelphia, which is everybody knows is the big scene where he comes running up the stairs, you know, and even in in other sequels, they've had like a group of people following him up because he's right. supposed to be the champ, you know, like, woohoo. But again, fictional character. Right. So we have this statue. Yeah. Now, at one point, the art the art museum people didn't want to, and they left the statue there. Yes. They they, figured, after the film was done, they were like, you know what? It's our gift to the city. You know, enjoy it. Yeah, you know, it, it was very nice and genuine. It was like, all right, you know what we got? And let's face it, people who are mo- fans of that movie will now come to the city to run up their stairs and have their picture taken with the Rocky statue. statue yeah. I think I even have my my photo taken with it. I'm from Philadelphia. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of gingerly walked up the stairs, but... <laughs> <laughs> You got to take a smoke break about uh, midway through. Midway through, I was like, you can't win, Rock. All right, let's finish this job. Let's finish this job. You want a real man? So at the end of the movie, they leave it there, and then the people from the art museum said, hey, you know what? It's not art. Right. Basically said that this statue that someone created and built for a movie prop, <laughs> for the most part, isn't art, so we don't want it in front of our steps. So then they decided to move it to... The vet. The Spectrum. Oh, that's right. The because spectrum. at the time, we used to have a place called The Spectrum, which anybody who's seen the first movie knows that the fight in the end of Rocky is happening in The Spectrum. Spectrum, right. You know, so they figured, let's have it in front of The Spectrum... Because, you know, that's kind of, it's still part Rocky history and yes. people will go to that, a, a, um, basically a sporting arena rather than an actual museum. Yeah, right. Like, to get culture, no, let's go to just a place where, you know, guys punch each other. <laughs> or rock concerts or they think soccer is there. Yeah. But what people don't realize now that is that that spectrum is gone. Gone, right. It was torn down to help with put up the, the Citizens Bank Arena. The Lincoln Financial. Field, right? We got the, I think it used to be called the Wachovia Center. I think it's, no, it's not called the Wachovia Center. Where the Flyers play. Right. So it's, they, they've, they've changed that area a lot. So they got rid of the spectrum. Right. So now the statue's back at the art museum. museum yeah. In the front. So I think by now, I think people have kind of calmed down about it. Yeah. So you can still go see, you know, go to Philadelphia if you're a fan of Rocky. Come to our town. Right. Run up the, run up the steps. Get your picture taken with Rocky. You know, yes. but. May, but the thing is, to go back to the Detroit thing is, yeah. they want, they think, oh, well, because these guys actually have a hero from, you know, we should have our own statue for our own hero, which happens to be RoboCop, which is so dumb. <laughs> but my thing is, because if you want to step, why don't you erect a statue to a real hero? Yeah. Like, not a fake one. I mean, even the one in Philadelphia, as much as I, I love the statue because it's a part of movie history, yeah. it's still a fake character. Yeah. It's, person never existed so he's not even like he's a hero of the city because he doesn't exist so detroit says well philadelphia's got their hero let's get our hero robocop like come on and now you have it could have been worse it could have been like scooby-doo i would have preferred scooby-doo because everyone loves scooby but but at least scooby-doo is in our timeline robocop's supposed to be in the future so it's like, hey, let's have a fictional character be our hero. That doesn't exist yet. For for a city that, in the movie, turns to real shit. <laughs> so it's like, hey, let's do this. It'll be fun because they're a hero that protected the, the worst city in the world. <laughs> like, in the future. <laughs> Instead of, because we have to beat Philadelphia, you have their fictional punching bag. <laughs> 
So they're okay with all that. So did they did they eventually erect the statue? Yeah, well, they said that a Facebook page quickly sprouted up and a Kickstarter fundraising project erupted, eventually exceeding the necessary $50,000 to create the massive Robocop replica. The fan support effort was to build the badass Beat Cop raised the goal of $67,436 and through 2,718 backers to construct Officer Murphy. Even actor Peter Weller, who plays RoboCop, jumped on board with a hilarious video championing the idea. Okay, so, okay, here it is. Ten-foot-tall statue. Yes. And it's been cast and is headed to the Venus Bronze Work in Detroit to be bronze. Yep. Okay, so let's take a look. So apparently you got the picture. Right. Uh it's not bad looking. It looks like RoboCop. I mean, well, uh, obviously, yeah. it's going to look like RoboCop. Cop, I mean, yeah. our guy looks like Rocky. You know, <laughs> but my point is, though, he's not really a hero because he's a fictional character. <laughs> like, I'm sure, like, I would be more okay with them erecting a statue to Eminem. He's a real guy who did something. Who came out of nothing from that town, right. or somebody else, or I don't know. Have a have a statue erected to Kiss because they have a they have the Detroit Rock City song. Yeah. Like, you know, at least these are real people who help elevate the vision of the town. Right. Like, Philadelphia's got maybe a couple of, you know, heroes. I mean, we had Edgar Allan Poe live here. Yeah. How come there's no statue for Edgar Allan Poe? Like, <laughs> he's a real guy. There is a statue of Edgar Where? In his by his house. In his house? Yeah. Oh, by his house. It's in front of his house. Yeah, but it's by his, by his house. I've driven by there like a million times. I don't see no statue. You don't see a statue? No. I thought it was there. No, see, see, even <laughs> could be there. I mean, I go, well, Ed, it's on this street, you know, and but no one, no one's going to care because they don't live there. <laughs> we got somebody in Norway who downloaded all our shows and go, I don't know what street that is. What do I care? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So from one muscle-bound idiot to another, what's the next story? Well, speaking about muscle-bound idiots, <laughs> Schwarzenegger wants to star in the next Tuxer Avenger remake. Okay, really? so Schwarzenegger wants to star in the Toxic Avenger remake. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the Toxic Avenger, along with all things trauma, represents the pinnacle of gross-out horror, or humor, excuse me. It spawned a mirror of sequels and more recently in shockingly successful stage musical. But it's nearly three decades since the original film turned an average schlub into a radioactive star. And it can only be one thing, time for a remake. <laughs> and who'd better to guarantee the film that would get made other than the greatest action hero of them all, Arnold Schwarzenegger? In this case, Arnie won't be playing the hero, but since he still will be touting as a lead, it's safe to say that he'll probably take on the role of a sinister villain, Cigarface. As further evidence, we submit that the real-life Schwarzenegger loves cigars. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a new Toxic Avenger, but not as the bad guy, as Cigarface, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my cigar and I'm gonna stick it in people's faces. <laughs> because you know how well he did as a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm seeing Mr. Freeze all over again. Uh, I used to see you. <laughs> but it would have to be cigar where you're like, oh don't get all up in smoke. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna pull a Clinton on you. <laughs> and then I'm gonna freaking knock up your maid. <laughs> Got the light? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Schwarzenegger is a bad guy again. All right, so what's next, Aaron? Next is a little known fact, sci fi fact. Studio Zect pushed for Chewbacca to wear pants. I can't do my my tree voice anymore. (laughs) 
<laughs> Put the pants on that thing. <laughs> we might see his furry junk. <laughs> okay, so why did they want to have him wear pants? Well, co-pilot, the fastest piece of junk in the galaxy. Hey, 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 hey that, piece of, that piece of junk could do the, the casual run 12 parsecs. Show some respect. <laughs> The seven-foot test, seven-foot-tall Sasquatch-like alien Chewbacca, is now recognized as a fan favorite of Star Wars characters. All- now recognized? <laughs> Jeez, how old's his article? <laughs> the sixteenth. So, <laughs> <clears throat> <of> last month. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Though during production, the studio had had many reservations about including a, such a beastly creature in the children's film offering suggestions to repeat somewhat of a wild side. Had George Lucas taken their memo seriously, the character would be well-known love today have become considerably different. 20th Century Fox understood understood the risks of the production of, um, upon purchasing the film rights in 1973, consequently spending the next four years and s- second-guessing every decision George Lucas made in an attempt to reduce the crowd-pleasing hit. Well, okay, because back then, I mean, again, no one projected that Star Wars was going to be the mega hit that it became. Right. Because back then, it was it was really so... You really took a chance on that movie because sci-fi movies weren't made in a grand adventure way. They were all like serious downers. Right. You know? So there comes a movie who tries to bring action and adventure into the movie, and everyone's like, whoa, with aliens, with technology that wasn't available. Especially the, during the 70s when it was more of like those... Like heavy drama, yeah, style like like movies. Saturn Three or Solaris, yeah. you know, it just was like, uh, or, or there were horror movies, like because the the future represented like a, always like a oh we're gonna blow ourselves up. I mean, you know, well known that both that all three, uh, Hamill, Fisher, and ha- Ford mm. were all like we have no idea how what, what's going on with this movie because you want us to look over here and pretend it's what, yeah. You know, I see this guy with his hand up this guy's ass, you know, and it's a puppet. I'm just look at the puppet. I'm just look at the guy, you know. So it's kind of like, yeah, all right. I got this big furry guy. No one's going to know what he is. He's got a, all he's got is a bandolier and a laser bow. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> and I'm supposed to understand him? Like, what? what? <laughs> I'm the only one that can understand him? <laughs> like, so I, I can understand why they go look at this big furry creature and throw pants on him. Right. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> Mark Hamill, the actor who portrayed Lou Skywalker, recalled to uh, Space.com, I remember the memos from 20th Century Fox. Can you put a pair of Lederhosen on a Wookiee? Sick. All they could think of was the character has no pants on. They went back and forth this, did sketches on him from many clothes to and, and baggy shorts. <laughs> he has no pants. He's got no pants. No pants. <laughs> That's just, uh, you know what, but though, again, it's a stupid kind of, looking back, you go, you guys were idiots. Right. But at the time, I can understand their trepidation about having, you know, a main character walking around pantless, even though he's furry. Yeah. You know, because it does kind of, especially if it's supposed to be a kid's movie, but it's not like he's got his pink thing hanging out, like, (laughs) like, Red Rocket, Red Rocket. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Chewie's happy to see you, how you know, because his little pink lipstick showing. (laughs) <laughs> Lucas fought admirably against the decision and somewhat between readjusting a rising production budget and redrafting the complex screenplay for the umpteenth time the idea of a closed Wookiee was dropped 
In the end, 20th Century Fox risks paid off as Star Wars is considered a fresh and exciting film for a darker time. It shattered box office records upon the release, and its characters, including Chewbacca, were revered as being memorable, innovative, and yes, a little wild. (sighs) There is sketch work, which will be posted on our Facebook page of the different concept arts of Chewbacca with his clothes on. So you can laugh at that as well when you... When you guys see the, I, see this, and I, I mean, like I said, I mean, back then, the stuff we don't hear about because the technology wasn't around. Like, like today, every day, we have thanks to Facebook and Twitter mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. You have scenes like I just saw a clip today of a fight scene between Spider Man and Paul Giamatti as the Rhino. Yeah, you know, which, by the way, is kind of a spoiler. Right, he's human. Oh, really? Yeah, he's just, he's like a Russian gangster. He's got tattoos and stuff. So I don't know if he eventually is going to become the Rhino that we know from the comic books, or if he's just going to be the like a, a human, human guy. And his name's Rhino, right? Well, that's his nickname because apparently he's not he's not a big guy, but he looks he you know it's Paul Giamatti, so everyone kind of knows what he looks like. Yeah, he's like a schlub kind of looking guy. Yeah, but he's a damn fine actor. So I don't know if they're going to transform him into the Rhino that we know, mm-hmm. or if it's going to be like just him. Maybe it'll happen at the end. Maybe it'll happen at the beginning. I don't know. But it was like a little clip of like a fight scene. It wasn't even that. You, you can tell where the special effects were going to be because they got the guy playing Spider-Man. I'm not even sure if it's him because he's in the full costume mm-hmm. doing the hand motions. And like at one point, Paul Giamatti's pants fall down. <laughs> so it's kind of like Spider-Man's basically yanking his pants down. Again, kind of pissed me off looking at it because it was Spider-Man being a bully, right. not a... Uh, a superhero. Right. Like, it was like, hey, look what I can do with you because you're a measly little human. Flip, 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 yank your pants down. And then he kind of kicked something and he grabbed it in his hand and kind of strutted off. So, but then, like, at the end, he kind of got, like, a cocky walk to him. So, I don't know if that was going to be on film or just because he was off camera at that point. Right. But it was still that whole scene, while kind of cool to see behind the scenes of filmmaking, it was still like, eh, you know, like, he's still going to be a dick. Right. You know, but... The point is, is that back then, the 70s, you didn't have that ability to see that. Right. So you see a picture of a character, or you saw like a daily of this big walking carpet, and someone's going to go, oh, put some pants on that guy. Right. Which I just think is funny is that, that you, that your mind actually went to some, I mean, I don't want to say dark perverted place, but you went to a, a place differently than it's attended. Yeah. Like you went right to... Oh, he should have pants because it's going to be sexual and arousing of some sort. Right. I'm like, no, it wasn't until you brought it up now. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not going to look at Chewie the same way again. Right. It was like, like, wait, it's like the people who like want to say there's sexism in a comic book or something like that yeah. because most of the time you don't really realize it's sexism until somebody passively aggressive goes, you know what? That's sexualized. <laughs> well, I never saw it that way. And why are you thinking it like that, you perv? Like, <laughs> like I just see it as a costume. Big yeah. deal. I look at it as a, a hot woman kicking ass. Yeah. That's comfortable enough for her sexuality to wear whatever the fuck she wants to wear and still be able to beat the bad guys. <laughs> you want to turn it into some sort of, you know, teenage jerk fest. And it's like, <laughs> wait, what? I, whoa. Like, whoa, whoa, dude, ease up. Like, who's the perv here? Like, <laughs> you're the one sexualizing a character in a comic book. I wasn't. I was just, yeah, it's a comic book character. <laughs> You know, since we're on Star Wars, yes, I 
think it's time to, to tease. Uh, my big announcement? Your big announcement. Ah. All right. This weekend being the 17th to the 19th of May. So probably by the time you guys are listening to this, Ed will be in the middle of doing the, his thing. Right. I am going down to Disney World in Florida for Star Wars weekend. Yay! Yay! <laughs> now, okay, again, since, since, we're, since we're talking about this, because I wanted to bring it up, because we're going to talk about what to expect. Right. And then you'll just have to listen to a future episode we talk about his trip. I'm going to give a full report on a, on a future episode of what happened, what transpired, uh, future, what I saw. Future episodes, like, like two episodes, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the kick part. I'm not going yeah. because it's not my trip. Yeah. But I am going to mock and laugh as much as I possibly can now and the stories he has back. Because let me tell you, folks, he's got a couple doozies. Because <laughs> this, is, this is the first time... That, I mean, they do it every year. Yeah. But this is actually technically the first time that they can do it because they own it. Right. So I'm expecting like a big fanfare. Of course, because there's a lot of big rumors coming out that I haven't didn't mention to you because I was saving it for the show. Oh, goody, goody. So, you know, I figured out I'll, I'll, I'll give you the rumors now and see if they actually announce these rumors when I'm down there. Okay. <clears throat> the first, of course, the big one is the fact is... The Star Wars movies, what they're doing in terms of Episode 7, 8, and 9, and the spinoff movies. Okay. So, I don't know much about that, but that's that's one of the rumors, because they're, they're, like, it's all... What's the rumor? Because you just kind of well, said... Well, there's going to be a Boba Fett movie. Oh, so you, going... you think that they're going to give you information about that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because they're, 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 apparently there's going to be announced there's going to be announcements on Saturday on okay. a lot of different things. So, <laughs> that was one of the... <laughs> All those people. <laughs> Welcome to Disney. <laughs> Our first announcement. <laughs> Fettel cakes are half off. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. Yeah, it's like, you know, like... <laughs> at the cantina. Yoda sodas. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. If you buy the large, pick up your collector's cup. <laughs> Welcome to the Akbar snack bar. <laughs> Get your Vader in a cup. <laughs> All right, so. so the next big announcement that everybody's climbing on the internet about is the fact is is that they're going to make their own Star Wars theme park. Okay, so it's kind of like... Because I've been to Disney World where they had the, the start little, little Star Wars area. Yeah, right. You know, with the big giant ad and they had the Star Tours. But again, yes. this was years ago. It's still there. Okay, yeah. I love that Star Tours. Oh, it's, it's a, it got a lot better because we were there last year and they redid the Star Tours every ride because there's there's several booths that you get into right it's basically if people that haven't been there you get into a shuttlecraft and you fly through and you're with uh r2 d2 and c3po well actually it was just r2 d2 they added c3po for the for the new okay ride. but each each one is different so you're going to tatooine you go through the trench okay and through the uh the death star right you go through the hoth battle with the adats so there's all those little battles okay so it's kind of like you there's there were six there are six different adventures. So probably each adventure represents one of the movies. Right. It's multiple like things because like one time you're on the 
Moon of Endor through going through the ride, uh, going through the trees, right? And then you fly off, and then you're in Hoth, you know, kind of gotcha. switches it up. All right, so so you think that one of the rumors is that they're going to announce that weekend that hey, since we own the shit. We're going to make our own theme park. We're going to make, yeah, there's going to be Star Wars land. Again, now let's keep in mind, these are just rumors, so right. you might go and go, was there any Was there any rumors? Not a one. Right, right. So like I said, these are rumors. These are not <laughs> factual things that we you know, know for sure at this point, but we're hoping that when I go down there, I'll get that information and be able to pass it on. This would be like one of your announcements. <sighs> About the Wookiee. <laughs> 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 so, okay. So what else? What other kind of? Are there any other rumors? That's that's the only rumors that I know off the top of my head that I remembered that they were talking about that they were going to announce during the Star Wars. Somebody weekend. said that they were going to announce. Right. So basically, it's just kind of like a bunch of internet geeks going. You know what they're gonna do? Because right. they haven't really heard anything other than the fact that Disney was going. Hey, we're gonna make some announcement this weekend. But basically, that the sources that because my wife is more the Disney fanatic than I am. She's on the boards, and she said these are reliable sources that they think that's pretty spot on. Reliable source. Bobby, the 15-year-old kid who, whose, daddy works, whose daddy plays Goofy, said that they're going to make some announcements. Yes. <laughs> that's pretty much it, I think. <laughs> they're making their own Star Wars theme park. <laughs> We're going to be out of a job, Timmy. <laughs> Love to play Chewy. <laughs> okay, so that's the rumors. Let's yeah. let's. I'm glad we're done that. So, what do you know for a fact you're going to be seeing? For for a fact, I'm going to be seeing. Well, there's there's three main. Well, of course, as you as you said already, there's the ride. There is next to it. They have a Jedi Academy, which is basically anybody who's into the age of think of twelve, twelve or under, can become a Jedi Knight and they have a training class where they have to fight Darth Vader it's pretty neat no, to no, see I, I saw the clips of it because yeah. I remember like, seeing a clip on the on YouTube yeah. of like a little girl coming like getting ready in the Jedi Academy and Darth Vader kind of comes up but she bet kneels before Vader like yeah. she was, she loves him so she kind of like and everyone's like oh my god she's a bad guy like <laughs> She was this oh my god she like, turned to a Sith. <laughs> but the thing is though, like I'm laughing at the fact that it's it has to be twelve and under because I know for sure as shit that if it was like all ages, there'd be guys going, Come on, get out of kid, get out of I'm a Jedi. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'd be up there so fast. <laughs> You would just see smoke of where I was standing. You hear, you hear. What happened? Man pushed me. Go away, kid. I need, I need an opportunity to... of a lifetime for me. Get out. I'm going to be a Jedi. Get out of light. You can just see you standing up there mocking other kids going, You're doing it wrong. It's swing, swing, duck, swing. Not duck, swing, swing, duck. You're not using the force, you little pussy. (laughs) (laughs) You just have a bunch of 10-year-olds crying. (laughs) Mommy, Daddy, this man's being mean. Shut up, or I'll cut your hands off. (laughs) So I... I do want to mention that fact that it's... Like I said, this is the first weekend it happens, and it goes on... For four weekends, and it ends on June 9th. It's the last day. It's a Sunday. Okay, so those people who are listening to it now can still have the opportunity to go, honey, you know what? Last minute plan, we're going to Disney. We're going to see Star Wars. (laughs) 
So each each weekend has stars of either the movies or the cartoon going to be there to sign autographs. And the weekend we're going is Ray Park, who played Darth Maul in Episode One, is going to be there. Jeremy Bullock, who played Boba Fett in the uh, Star Wars Episode Five and Episode Six, is going to be there. And D. Bradley Baker, who's the voice of Captain Rex in the Star Wars: The Clone Wars, okay. is going to be there. Okay. So that's the first weekend. Second weekend, uh, Ray Park is going to be there again. Warwick Davis, who played the e- Wicket the Ewok, <coughs> who I just who I just saw in the last episode of uh, Doctor Who, by the way. Yes. Yeah. It was, and okay, good. <laughs> there's there's my little thing, and also in a brilliant comedy show called Life's Too Short with Ricky Gervais. Yes. But uh, okay, so Warwick Davis is going to be there, and Jim Cummings, who plays the voice of Hondo Hondo Anako, I think is a uh, Jedi Knight in the uh, Clone Wars cartoon. Uh, weekend three, Warwick Davis again is going to be there. Tim Rose, who plays Admiral Akbar, it's a trap. He's yes. not going to be there. <laughs> it's just going to be this big. You're going to like, okay, Ray, let's go see Tim Rose, and you walk them all into like a big room, and then all of a sudden he just jumps out. It's a trap, and then the floor just drops out from underneath all. <laughs> or he's walking. It's a trap, and here comes the, the little fish from Finding Nemo. <laughs> Oh, Dad? Dad? <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Where's Adam Bar? He's at the snack bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got... <laughs> and Sam Witwer, the voice of Darth Maul from the Star Wars The Clone. I met this guy. Did you? Sam Witwer, he's also... He's the voice of Darth Maul. Huh. He just got the gig because back last year when we were at the comic book convention... He also plays, anybody who's a fan of Smallville, he played basically the guy who turned, Doomsday. Doomsday, yeah. He also was, he's also in the Being Human, he's, he's the, the vampire, vampire which right. I always forget what the character's name is. Yeah. And then when we were at the comic book convention, I got him to sign something from Smallville because I liked him in that. He mentioned he just got the gig as Darth Maul, as for The Voice. But on top of that, he's also the character, if you ever played um, the two Star Wars games, Revenge of the Sith, or, or um, oh, damn, I always forget the name of the game. Knights of the Old Republic? No, no. It's, it's it's where you're a Jedi and you're working for Darth Vader. Oh, well, uh, oh, uh, well, um... Geez. I think you have it. Yeah, I have both of them. Okay. <laughs> it's in the top shelf. The Force Unleashed. The Force Unleashed, yes. The Force Unleashed 1 They actually two. used his face right, he, for his, the game. Yeah, they scanned his face. He was the face, the voice. Which is kind of weird because I'm standing in front getting his autograph and stuff. And I see like his character from the game. I'm going, yeah, I know it's you, but who wants an 8x10 still of... Of a computer-generated image. Why not have the picture of the actual guy who does the voice? Yeah. It's like when I went to go see Harkon, they had uh, Chris Saradin, mm-hmm. the guy who's the voice of Jack Skeleton. He had so much Jack Skeleton stuff. I'm going, yeah, but that's not you. It's your character. Like, yeah. It's not your face. It's just, I'm like, whatever. You're making money. I don't think I care. <laughs> you know? So, but he was a real nice guy, real friendly. Yeah. And the final weekend, uh, Billy D. Williams, Lando oh, Carrasco. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bring your Colt 45 with you. <laughs> Billy D's into his house. Right. Peter Mayhew plays Chewbacca is going to be there. <laughs> and Tom Kane, who's the voice of Yoda in the Star Wars The Clone Wars. Mm, sign my crap for you. Mm, yes. Now, to me, this is the interesting part of the weekend is because 
Which weekend? Or all the weekends doesn't okay. matter. Is the fact is, is that the only way you can get a signature or you know their autograph right. is to get a fast pass. So Disney's famous for the fast passes when you there's a popular ride and you get a fast pass. You go later in those times and that's when you get on the ride very it's quickly. Basically, on like a VIP car where you just go, bitch, I got my car. Let me in first. Right. Gotcha. So you have to get your tickets early for these for these autographs and. We're not going to actually get the autographs this time around. The only reason why is because I mean, the only one I'm really interested in is actually T. Bradley Baker because I've never met him, but I've seen him in a lot of stuff. He's the fish in American Dad. <laughs> right. House. Okay. He Good was, house. He was in a show that when I was younger, a teenager at home, at dinner time, we used to watch, you know, you eat dinner, you would yeah, watch, watch TV, TV yeah. watch the game show. There was a show called Chop to Your Drop. He was the actually the announcer. That was his gotcha. first gig. Okay. So I was kind of hoping to meet him and say, hey, I remember you from Chop to Your Drop. You know, <laughs> throw him off his game a little bit with that one. I love throwing people off like a game like that, especially if you had like a still from if they ever had him on the show. Yeah. You just go, look, can you sign that Chop to Your Drop? You'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, Stalker, get out of here. But the thing is, is that the, the fast passes go so quickly. They go fast? Yes. But I'm bumped. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that you have to actually wait in line at like 6.30 in the morning. That's the, and the place doesn't open until 8. So you have to basically get a cab because their buses don't start running until 7 right. a.m. Well, unless you're unless you're on the park itself. Could you just take a monorail? No, no. You, like the monorail, they have a busing system in the park uh-huh. for each resort. Okay. You, they don't start until like an hour before the park's open. So you can't get there early enough. So you would have to get a cab. To pick you up at six thirty in the morning to drive you over to the park just so you could wait in line <laughs> so to get a, to get an autograph. Yeah, hello, I'm looking for a cab. What time? Um, I need a five o'clock pickup. Where at? Um, in the Polynesian Park in uh, <laughs> Disney. Where are you going to? Uh, the front gate in Disney. <laughs> Can't you just take the monorail? They're not running. Well, why are you going early? Get my fast pass so I can get Ray Park's autograph. <laughs> what? All right, it's going to cost you a thousand bucks. Why a thousand bucks? It's the rules. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I'm not getting the other two is because Ray Park has been to Wizard World in Philadelphia a few times. A he's few times, be, I think he. It's, he's coming this week. He's coming this month. For, I think it's his only gig. It's, he does all he does is just tour. <laughs> and Jeremy Bullock, I met in Las Vegas. He was opening a comic book shop there, <laughs> so I ended up. Walking by because we were in the mall. But... Didn't even recognize him. Just kind of walking by, going. Well, hey. they, they had a big, huge Boba Fett statue, uh, and he's standing next to it. Hey, good, that's me. Yeah, so that's basically it. Because I, like, I actually asked him, I'm like, "Who played Boba Fett?" And he's like, that's "I me. did." <laughs> cool. Can I have your autograph? <laughs> Nothing worse than a hitting a man's ego, going, "Yeah, dude, who, what's going on? Oh, the guy who played Boba Fett's going to be here. Who's that? It's me, idiot." <laughs> Oh, cool. Can I get your autograph? Not now. <laughs> so if, if you do decide to go, either this year or next or the following year after that, and you want to get a fast pass, you have to get up early for that. So luckily, though. What a scam. Right. I got to say, it's, it's such a. But that's, that's, of course, the Star Wars fans. It's not really Disney itself. Because if, you, if the, you went to the park when it opened, you could go to the fast pass and get your fast pass and. And get your autograph, but like I said, there's going to be a they, every year they say there's a long line of people that get cabs, go over there in the morning and wait in line because they're the Star Wars fans and they want the they want the opportunity. Right. So chances are, by the time you actually get to the Park, thing, they're all taken. Right, and but that's just uh, and again, now let's remember it's not just it's the Star Wars fans, it's not the Star Wars people because 
it Star Wars is now owned by Disney, so right. <laughs> it kind of indirectly relates to them. But like I said, if you're gonna if you're coming up there for that weekend, you should have the option of buying a fast pass when you're booking your your stuff. Well, that's that's their Disney's working on that right now. Actually, as a matter of okay. fact, they're, they're, they have a pilot program that they're doing in California, which is being successful there, where you can buy certain fast passes for certain things. Mm-hmm. And because, of course, you have to know like what day you're going to be at this park, right? To get that yeah. fast pass time, but you can guarantee yourself that ride at that time well, to walk in. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're going to do it, if you would be a fool to right. to plan a trip to Disney and not have at least some sort of itinerary, because it's not like the place is huge. Yeah, for those people who haven't been there, it's it's it's, it's huge. Right. So unless you know what you want to do, you're going to be standing around going, "Do you want to go here? Do you want to go here? Do you want to go here? Do you want to oh, go yeah. here?" You know, so you try, like, like I said, my rule is the first thing I go when I get there, Pirates of the Caribbean. That's yeah. great. And then I work out from there. Right. Like, so. Well, I see my seal, who's, like I said, is a Disney fact. She has a whole, I don't know what the itinerary is. I don't really care. She's, she's basically, you don't care. Yeah. She's just basically going to go, we're going here now. Okay. okay exactly. Uh, okay. Because it's, it's somewhere I want to go. So it's right. not like, you know, like, oh, I don't want to go there. It's like, <laughs> there's no place in Disney I don't want to go. So it's right. like, for me, it's like, all right, we're going to go here. Great. Because I know eventually we're going to see Star Tours or we're going to. Definitely hit this, you know, right. hit the Muppets or whatever. So I'm gonna definitely have a good time. But like I said, though, to get you have to get early for the fast pass. Now, there's other things, of course, going on other than just the sure. Stars. They have shows and tales going on as as the uh, as the as the day progresses. First thing is, dude, you meet two store troopers at the gate. Fast pass. <laughs> <laughs> Move along. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like. That's right. You're just going to walk up going, Cut it, please. Enjoy your stay. Move along. The description is, two Imperial stormtroopers are ready to provide a welcome surprise from the dark side. Their mission, to keep all rebel scum out. Quickly shifts over, however, to motivating the official opening of the park to start the Star Wars weekends. Step aside. Look at the Welcome to Disney. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Another thing they have is Boba Fett Patrol. Keep an eye out, peel for Boba Fett, as most rel- relentless bounty hunter in all of the galaxy scrolls and patrols of Star Wars weekends. Get a close-up and verbal interactive with the villain. Be very wary you could end up being his next bounty. <laughs> hey, kid. <laughs> I think you're one of them. Three parsecs. <laughs> I'm the villain. I'm wanted on 12 parsecs. 12 systems. <laughs> We're wanted men. We're wanted men. <laughs> we have the death sentence on twelve systems. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be careful. You'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> End scene. Acting. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. The next is the uh, Legends of the Force, the Star Wars Celebrity Motorcade. <laughs> because nothing says Star Wars like a pimped out ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> I can just, I'm sorry. I can just, now I just picture Vader riding in like an old, like uh, kind of like a JFK, like, you know, cab with the top <laughs> down. Air. Dun, 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 dun. And the cars jumping up and down. Like, <laughs> hydraulic lifts on the, on the shocks. 
Oh yeah, Vader's into his house. Drop, drop the bass in this his house. <laughs> Marvel: The Grand Motor- Motorcade, featuring a galaxy of your favorite Star Wars characters and five Star Wars celebrities. This motorcade's in the front of the park and travels to the Star Wars Weekend's event stage, concluding with a grand celebrity welcome. Which goes right into the Star Wars Celebrity Welcome. <laughs> That's right. Immediately following the Celebrity Motorcade, Star Wars Weekend. Okay, I'm sorry. i got to stop you because every time I hear the word motorcade, I automatically think JFK. Yeah. Like, and I'm just thinking that they're going to be like Boba Fett out in like the, the big Epcot world thing with a, like a big high-powered rifle as Vader's coming by. <laughs> See that plastic helmet yeah. go flying across. Back to the left. <laughs> Back to the left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Princess laying running out on top of the cars. <laughs> now this uh, No, there was a man in the grassy No, I swear it was an Ewok. <laughs> See Warwick Davis in his in his in his wicked suit going, What? <laughs> I'm just standing here. It was him, I swear, I saw him. I'm not even carrying anything. <laughs> I'm a I'm an Ewok. It sticks and rocks. Not a high power rifle. What the hell, people? Get him! <laughs> See a phaser drop on the <laughs> gun, laser blaster drop on the ground as he's running away. You look around and they they, they look at the videotape and they just see a guy dressed like Spock off in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Ruin our opening weekend, will you? <laughs> So what's going on at the Celebrity Welcome? (laughs) Immediately following the Celebrity Motorcade, Star Wars Weekends, host James Arnold Taylor, the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars The Clone Wars, along with four visiting celebrities, highlight the day's events and give you an exclusive Star Wars Weekends photos opportunity. Oh, joy. Yeah. (sighs) So basically a guy who you don't know, really, unless unless he talks. Yeah. Now, okay, here's a question. If I was a voice actor... Yeah. Okay, well, Mark Hamill is kind of, he's in a class all by himself. Yeah. But, like, let's say somebody like this Arnold Taylor, who I've never seen his face, mm-hmm. and I see him up on stage. Like, let's yeah. say you're Arnold Taylor. Yeah. And you're doing this whole thing. Do you do it as you vo- your voice, or are you doing it as the Obi-Wan voice? You do it as the Obi-Wan voice. You sure? Oh, yeah. Really? Because you, you could be like, because the first thing you see when you see this guy is like, who's that idiot? <laughs> Hey, welcome to the stage, everybody. Welcome to your Star Wars weekend. Here we come, Billy D. Williams, Lando Carey, and everyone's going, okay, so he's just a host. But if he goes, Luke, or whatever, I can't yeah. do an Obi-Wan voice, yeah. but, you know. Then you know, because you, know, you know from the show, and you're like, oh, okay, that's the guy who plays Obi-Wan. Yeah, but I mean, okay, we just we just determined that I can do Darth Vader's voice. Yeah. Am I James Earl Jones? No. So as long as I can do the voice, no one's going to care. Right. Like, he needs a big sign with like a big maquette of the of him going, that's me, that's me, that's me, like like the Boba Fett thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, and the photo opportunity is basically going to be them standing on a stage going, everyone get your photos, get your cameras get ready. Right, pretty much, yeah. Here's your photo op, and they all just wave. <laughs> and they give like the the pointy fingers. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip though. I'm gonna go back. Maybe we'll come back to some of the shows. 
I do want to mention that two things actually, because the one thing you kept mentioning other parks. This is only at the Hollywood Studios Park of Disney World. Okay, like the MG, it was like the MGM the ride. MGM, yeah. The thing is, is that they they only do it in that park. So if you go to Magic Kingdom, there's no Star Wars there. If you go to Epcot, there's no Star Those Wars there. Bastards. Because they they do different parks. They do different things. Like in September to October in Epcot, they have a wine and food festival. Uh, okay. And you go to different countries, and they have their like dishes of that world or that. Oh, let's get liquored up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, now, okay. Well, the MG, the it's now called the Hollywood Hollywood Studios. It's Hollywood called, Studios. Because yeah. I remember when I went, they had the Tower Tower ride. Yeah, it's still there. Um, the MGM, like the Man's Chinese Theater ride, mm-hmm. where you know that was kind of fun. I, the one ride that they better never ever get rid of. It's not even a ride. The Muppets 3D. Still there. 4D actually. Yes. They better. It was the best time I ever had. That's right next to the cantina of the, you know, the Star Wars store from the ride of Star Tours. Okay, it's right next to that. They still have the big fountain with the, you know, with them spinning around, spinning the water. Right. Everybody, okay. You know? So it's it's still there. So you you know. Okay. And they, I don't think they'll get liquored up at the cantina and go see a three D movie. Four D. Four D. Well, it's only four D because they actually have the animatronic uh, people. For those who haven't been there, I highly recommend this. You sit in basically Muppet Studio, Muppet's Theater. Yeah. And you have Stadler and Wardorf off in their balcony. And, yeah. and they're animatronics, so they bust on the movie. They bust on the crowd. Yes. They have uh, the Swedish chef in the projection room. Yes. You know, and then you watch kind of like a 3D film. You know, they're kind of like specifically designed for the theater. Right. You know, so... Like, well, like you know, my, I took my family down last year, and they, they haven't been this, this stay on the Disney since 1980. So there was a complete 180 for them right. difference. And my brother always makes jokes about 3D because he's like, ah, oh, it's not really that great in the theater. And then he goes, they have this weird ride in Wildwood, New Jersey. It's called Pirates of the Wildwood, where it's 3D. You put these glasses on, you go on this boat ride, and everything kind of pops. Right. You know, it's really interesting. And I go... Wait till we get to Disney. I'll show you what 3D yes. is. Yes. You know, kind of thing. I mean, if this this stuff really literally comes to your face, you feel like you can reach out and touch it. Not only that, but they, because it's Disney, they're able to put in, and I think all theaters should do this, is kind of like almost like a sensorama type thing where, like, if there was water splashed, you got a mist of water in your yeah. face, as well as the 3D effect. So it really was immersive. Like, I remember there was the, the little character in the film... He's like, you know, he makes a comment. He goes, oh, hey, they think I'm talking to them, but I'm really talking to you. And he points right at you. And he points right at you. I swear my eyes crossed. But that's how close I thought his finger was. Yeah. And it was just like, whoa. Or and there's also a scene where the pie's flying out in like 3D. And yeah. You're just like, that shit's going to hit me. I know it. I know it. I know it. And then it does kind of hit somebody, but you still get like a splashback. Yeah. Because they have stuff in their seats or underneath the seats that kind of make it vibrate. Yeah. It's a really great interactive experience I I could spend hours in there. Like I said, they they all do that. I mean, yeah. ever since Captain EO, the the Michael Jackson ride or experience was there. They they had that. That was yeah. when first started, and they did that for every show. Now they they do that because like there's a uh, Mickey's Philharmonic, which is the whole uh, the with the wizard hat right. does that, it, and it's Donald Duck, and he's pretending to be Mickey with the hat, and it screws up and then yeah, of it's course all these different scenes and they play the big hit songs from all the disney movies gotcha but they come at you but there's one point where they're at the uh, uh lumineers where it's the uh the for beauty and the beast where they have serving the food right and they spray in the different scents of the food so like a pie comes in your face oh. you smell like the apple pie and you're like wow that, t- that smells uh, really good like i want to like eat a piece of that because it looks wow. you know like type of thing so it's 
it's one of those things they, they really they, they amp it up and there's another ride in Epcot it's called Soarin' where you feel like you're doing a hang uh, like hang gliding right and you're flying over things well there's one part we're going over an, an orange grove right so you smell the oranges whifting up as you're flying overhead <sighs> you know kind of thing and then you're in it like where there's like a, a it looks like a like Maine like off the off the sea you're coming off right. the land and the water like mists on you and you smell the salt water air hitting you in the face it's amazing like, it's amazing it's just mind-blowing what, what the, how they can do that all right so what else are you what else are you expecting there the other thing is is that they have characters that are dressed up now they're not actually the actual characters of the movies well it's not like you're gonna see carrie fisher walking around in a metal bikini right but you are going to get some hotties in there. Right. You know, so they're, so they're going to have lookalikes being there because they're going to have Jawas and clone troopers. And they're going to have, uh, who else? Queen Amadala is going to be there. Ewoks. The uh, Cantina Band's going to be there. Okay. So if you want a photo op with any of these people, you know, like, you know, like you could be in the band, the, the, the Cantina the band. Band, like, Yeah. yeah the fingers as they're playing their instruments. Okay. So now, since, since I'm not going to be there, mm-hmm. first order of business, Slave Leia. Okay. You know she's going to be there. Uh, the the other thing too that I've heard from because my cousin went last year was the fact is, is that people dress up. Sure, in it's, a, it's a cosplay go, kind of thing. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. So I was like, if I see a few slave layers, okay. if you see a few slave layers, and I'm talking the good slave layers, not like not like a. Like not like if it was like looks like me in the slave layout. I mean, I want <laughs> like like you are smoking hot, and I need. To have a picture of you. I don't want you in it, by the way. Just <laughs> let you know. I don't want the wife in it either. I just want you to go, this is for my friend Sean back in Philadelphia. He loves Slave Leia and you look amazing, so I would like to take a picture of you. Click, and then you take uh, a, take out your phone and you're going to e- send it to me right away so I can go, oh yeah, get her number. <laughs> Sean's looking for a Slave Leia. <laughs> so... So there's different characters. I'm not going to go through the whole list. There's a lot of them. Yeah, you figure. And of course, like some of them, like most of them are the actual characters, but there is a few, like there's a Jedi Mickey, the Leia Mini. Oh, hi. Stormtrooper O'Donnell and Vader Goofy's going to be there as well. So they're going to Disney it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, of you know? course. But, but they have actual characters, not just like Disney characters dressed up as the Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get that anyway. But I mean, that's, you know, all right. And of course, the big piece, which I told Sean... A few days ago. Oh, I love this one. <laughs> this is my favorite. This, this is this was probably like when I heard this, it's like I didn't care how much it cost. I'm doing it. Oh, that one. Okay, I thought you were gonna go with something else. So you tell you give it to the audience, and then I can give you. I go. That's pretty badass. But then I'll get to the one I thought you were gonna talk about. Okay, I am going to be immortalized as an action figure. <sighs> they have a choice between two. One is you could be a clone trooper. So what they do is they, you sit in the seat, basically, it's a 3D scanner that's going to scan your head, and they're going to carve it out of plastic, basically, with a 3D right. printer, and then stick you on a, basically, there's a standard clone trooper outfit, right. and they put your head on it. <coughs> the other one, which I'm going for, is I'm going to be immortalized as Han Solo and Carbonite. Son of a bitch! <laughs> this one pisses me. This one almost made me go, how much is a plane ticket? I would just go for like the day just so I could do the, the what do you call it, that, and then fly back. Yes. I mean, granted, I mean, it's two and a half. I mean, it'd be worth it. So worth it. It's, a, it's a, under two hours to fly if you go straight down. If I just go straight down, hop in a cab, walk in the park, go, hey, what's up? Zzz, 
get my action figure. See you later. <laughs> Wish it was that easy. It is only 10 minutes for the scan to of course, happen. Yeah. But it takes about six to eight weeks for me to receive it. So I have to make it. And well, then... yeah, because it's got to go. It's not like it's not like there's like a bunch of little elves going, Dude's working on the chain. <laughs> Gang. You know, like, tink, 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 and plastic. Tink, 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 tink. So I'm, hope, I'm hoping since it's the second day, because I'm doing it on the Saturday, right. hopefully that it will be less time because I'll be one of the first ones doing these scans. So they actually started this last year. And it was right. such a success that they're doing it again. And they, they're thinking that once they generate enough speed to, to right. get this down, that they're going to do it year-round and not just the well, you, weekends. Well, yeah, you think that eventually, since technology is going to eventually catch up to the process, that once it becomes faster and quicker, they're going to – because I so seriously – I mean, I know you're getting the carbonite thing. Yeah. I would have definitely gone for both. Because, I mean, the carbonite, you're, still, you're not going to really be able to see. You'll see your face, but it'll be all that kind of melty stuff around it. Yeah. I, there's something outstanding in that little stormtrooper, like my own action figure and a little stormtrooper with the head going, you're a little big beast. You're a little small beast, stormtrooper. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, kind of thing. Well, the thing is, is that it's it's $100 for it. Yeah. And it's $100 a piece. So it's not like if you buy both, right. you get a discount or whatever. Because I actually tried that. And the wife was like, look. You I'll get one. You, you get one. I'll let you do one, but only one. So right. I if, if I had to pick one, it'd be carbonite, yeah. definitely. But if I had the opportunity to do both, I'd definitely do both. I mean, if I go, can go back and do it again, I'll do the Stormtrooper next yeah. time because I already have the carbonite. <sighs> I just really wish they'd go, oh, yeah, you can give us a picture of anybody and we'll scan it in. We'll do, I'd be like, oh. Well, I did see an article today. Oh, yeah? For Star Trek that you can get immortalized as an eight-inch eight action figure of Star Trek. And you don't need a, the 3D scanner. You could send them a, a face, front face profile and a side face profile. And based on that, they will make your action figure. Well, well technically, well, it's kind of like, you know, I have Tiger Woods, the video game. Yeah. For the EA Sports, um, you can actually go to their website and you can actually put a front face and a side face. Uh-huh. And then when you, and it's only for Tiger Woods, which is amazing that they don't do it for the other, other stuff. Maybe they might have done it for the newer games. Where you can go in and upload those pictures, and then the actual software of the game will, will render a 3D image of your head. Right. I mean, I look, you know, like I got to say, I mean, I look like me when I'm golfing. Yeah. It, I mean, all I need is I'm, I wear glasses, and they don't have glasses. You have to, like, earn the glasses in the game. <laughs> and not even, like, regular glasses. It's, like, sunglasses. So I'm like, well, you know what? I have to get to a certain level before I can get sunglasses to make it actually really look more like me, but yeah. it looks like me without my glasses on. Okay. And I'm like, and it's gotten better every rendition of the game, I've noticed. Okay. So, I mean, like, before it was like, okay, that kind of looks like me, but then, like, you guys have to put, like, the points. They tell you where to put, like, a, you need to put, like, a dot here on your, on the picture, put a dot here. You can, it's like slides, like slides and stuff. Yeah. But once it's done, it, the process could take, depending on how long your internet connection is. It takes about like maybe ten minutes for for it, but the rendering is really good. I'm like, yeah. the only problem I wish you could do is like I wish you could upload it onto like a flash drive, and let's say like let's say you have the Tiger Woods game that I could bring my character in, plug it in, go, that's me. Yeah, you know? that'd be cool. But I mean, maybe well, since, since thankfully because of the online technology, yeah. you and I could actually be online playing the game, and I could use my character that way. So yeah. yeah. I guess it kind of works out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the thing I thought you were going to bring up. Yeah. And this is what I was like. I, I love the idea. It's the Darth Maul. Oh, yes. I forgot about the Darth Maul. Yes. Okay. Now, let's understand people. It's not Darth Maul, M-A-L-L. It's Darth Maul, M-A-U-L. Right. So, <laughs> but it's a mall. No, no. You got it backwards. It was, his name was Darth Maul, M-A-U-L. 
But this one is Darth Maul, M-A-L-L. So they spell it right? Yeah. That's stupid. No, his, his name is M-A-U-L. Right, exactly. So if I'm walking up to a building... But they call it Darth Maul, M-A-L-L. Ah, uh, see, now I thought, Nessie, I, I... See, now that to me it ruins the effect because I'm going to the mall. Yeah. I'm going to the Darth Maul. So obviously you would have on the wall, M-A-L-L. It would be better if you walked up and it's like the Darth Maul and it's like Darth Maul's head and his mouth is open and you walk in the door. Well, I know... <laughs> <laughs> and it's spelled M-A-U-L. It might be. I, I, I thought it was spelled M-A-L. I, I, I could be wrong. I thought it was spelled... But there's a huge... His huge head is right there. You don't walk through his mouth, but... It would be so much better if you did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an, it's an outside... They set up an area that they, they have so much park, park space there that there's an open area that they just... So off. it's not even part of the. It's in the parking lot. No, it's not in the parking lot. It's in the. It's in the. It's in the park itself. Oh, okay. But it's like they set it up. Basically, they did this for the Tron experience. Of course, that was in California, so I'm not really sure now. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but when I was in California, just so happens the opening of Tron Legacy was coming out. Right. So they made a section of the park. Tron, uh, uh, the Tron experience. Basically, what it was is a, an ongoing party with all these laser lights. Right, it was a, awesome. Mm, mm, yeah, mm, and they had a laser guy that was manipulating lights as you were dancing. And then they had a Flynn's arcade where they had the old original games. Yeah, but again, that's Tron. That's not Darth Maul. Right. To me, Darth Maul just sounds like you should be walking into like a tri-level complex with, and the front door is his head angry looking with his mouth wide open they actually have to walk in to go into and it's like <laughs> welcome to the Darth Maul <laughs> make sure you visit the Akbar snack bar so well I'll be taking pictures and we'll know like, then like the food court be called the cantina yeah like, <laughs> I'm sure it will be and well, that's, that's the other thing that I I, I I don't know if I mentioned to you before was the fact is, is that no matter where you're in the park, that's where they're playing is Star Wars music. So you get that. You, you, you get the, it's, well, it's Disney, so you want the yeah. experience. You know, but I just like the idea that just take a regular average mall. Just, you know, like, come get your Wookiee puppies at the pet store. <laughs> Here, clean up an aisle seven. <laughs> that's how I visualize it. like like everyone behind the counter is all like dressed like a Star Wars character like oh have some falafel <laughs> get your Wookiee so on his stick he's like I'll make you a deal <laughs> oh, 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 oh. two orange Juliuses <laughs> and they just go stupid like backwatered razors and we could be like the guys who you have a Chinese food place, but it's voiced by the guys who did, like who were the the Twitter. Oh yes, uh, would you like a, a shrimp fried rice? <laughs> the trade federation. Yes, the trade federation guys. <laughs> you know, why do we be doing the falafels? <laughs> you humble us again by coming back. Oh, <laughs> you know, oi. Why don't you have some pastrami and rice? <laughs> I don't remember you any Jewish characters, oi. <laughs> Who do you think owns the company? <laughs> <laughs> we got to get our stuff in here somehow. <laughs> but to me, like just the idea of being a Darth Maul, and not even a high-class Darth Maul. It's like a low-budget, tri-level strip 
mall that's like the dingy <laughs> dirty stuff where like at some point in the middle of the mall you have like a, a what do you call it a, <laughs> damn it I forget the name of the thing they have them every Sunday night like a yard sale yeah. kind of like in the middle where people are selling their crap off going hey you kid I got that I got an, an this Nintendo 64 controller, only two dollars. Like, swap me, yeah, like a swap me. <laughs> you know, that's kind of like the hell. Like the, that's how I picture the Darth Maul. I mean, granted, it's going to be all shiny and pretty and yeah. all, but I just want like the Darth Maul. I mean, as far as I know, for the itinerary, the Friday we are going. That's the first place we're going to because the collectibles go quickly. They're actually going to have Star Wars yeah. collectibles there, and that's the first thing that Seal and I are going to be hitting if, just to get our collectibles. If you can grab two, uh, don't forget your buddy Sean here. <laughs> Like I said, you already have. I, I gave, gave Ed a, like almost like a shopping list of things he has to do for me. Like number one, he's got to take a lot of pictures. Yeah. Because we are going to post them on the Facebook page. Because the idea is, folks, that he's we're setting this up so he can talk about all about it when he comes back. Yeah. So he better be taking notes and pictures and videos. I'm, so yeah, I'm going to try and do a video report for for geeksters. So. so we can share it with all of you because yeah. I plan on mocking the shit out of this. <laughs> I mean, I love everything geek and Star Warsy, but this is just. This is this is like getting a, a, a pitch thrown by a ten year old, and you just whack the shit out of it. <laughs> Such a, a lob ball. So, uh, so expect a lot of that. So, like, we're gonna. The idea is, folks, I'll let you in a little behind the secrets. We're talking about this trip. He's going away on the trip. When he comes back, Star Trek exclusives. Yes. Oh, your pals, geeksters, are gonna go to uh, see Star Trek Into the Darkness. With uh, our good friend Dave Sipon, yes, who is also part of a federation, yes, who <laughs> will get to He's that. Part of the USS Sovereign and part of Starfleet, so he will give us more insight into Starfleet, and <laughs> we're going to review the movie. We're going to review the movie, and then that, and it's supposed to be a Star Trek special. Yes. we'll talk about the original Star Trek. Star Trek. We'll even talk the even the crappy Deep Fried Nine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Deep Space Nine. We'll talk about all that. And I'll just be Star Trek Central. So if yeah. you're not a fan of Star Trek, you should listen anyway because it's going to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when we start talking about the Federation. Woohoo! <laughs> and then we'll have, you know, that's going to be a special. But hopefully, if things go well, we'll uh, the next official Geekster show will be about Ed's trip. Yes. You know? And we'll go back to Star Wars. And we'll go back to the Star Wars experience. Well, the Star Wars slash Disney because I'm sure you're going you're gonna to be seeing other parks. No. You're just doing the Star Trek? Just Star Wars? Doing, or just Ooh. doing all Star, Star Wars. Wars. Well, Star Wars only. All right, so it's, you know it's three, only three days. So we're gonna get as much as we can in for the three days. Okay, so now just in case, you know, I'm sure you, by the time you when you're on your plane, you can re-listen to this show. Um, pictures galore. Mm-hmm. Slave Leia girls. It's gotta have Sean needs his slave Leia's. Oh, yes. All right. If they have, God, I I swear, I really hope they have this. If they have a Darth Vader mask with Mickey ears. Yeah. You gotta get it for me, and obviously, I'll, I'll give you the money for it. <laughs> it's on me because <laughs> I was so swear to God, I would. As long as you wear it, and we get a I, picture of it on Facebook, I, I swear to God, that thing will be on my head so fast. I will do the entire show wearing that thing, <laughs> especially if it's got like the voice thing. <sighs> Welcome to Geeksters. <sighs> I'm your host, Darth Sean. <sighs> I, it's because uh, they have because now since they own it they can slap those Mickey ears on anything. Yeah, well so, they do it anyway. Yeah, but I see most people do it like a fan film kind of thing like that slap the like I even have a picture of the the Death Star with Mickey ears. Is, yeah, you know, which is cute and funny and all, but you know I don't think Disney's going to go. Hmm, we can sell the shit out of that. 
Well, you see, there's a, there's amazing things Disney do. So right now they're at Epcot. What they're doing is that big, huge ball they yeah. have at Epcot. They turned that into a Mike Wasowski from Monsters. I saw that. Inc. That's so pretty they, badass. And it, it talks and it moves and it, so it's pretty. Well, so yeah, because it's like a video right thing. Projection, which is, yeah. yeah, which is great. I mean, I think it's great. But if you go into one, if you go into the Darth Mall, and there's like star hats, like, <laughs> and they have a Darth Vader hat with the Mickey ears, I, that definitely Sean. Yeah. Slave Leia. God, I really hope there's an Akbar snack bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting pictures of everything that you know, and I'll be laughing myself sick if I see this stuff. Because every time I talk, it's really there. Like, because <laughs> I mean, my vision of the whole Disney now owning Star Wars, it's like, well, okay, since you're going to be doing the whole Star Star Trek Star Wars thing, yeah. The thing is, for people who don't know and can play along next time you go to a Disney. That even though it's not Mickey Central, you can still find Mickey ears all over the place. There's hidden Mickey's all over yeah. each park. He's like, he's like an infestation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's actually books. There's a Disney sell books that tells you where every hidden Mickey is. All right. Well, find. yeah. If you find a hidden Mickey, you know, you can no, take, a, a picture, yeah. take a picture. Take a picture. So you yeah. can go. We can make our own Geekster's Guide to the Mickey ears kind go. of thing. But uh, yeah. Uh, wow. So, I mean, obviously, I hope you have fun. Yes. But, you know, I just really wish I was going. So I wish we could just step a table around front going, Hello, welcome to Geeksters. Hey, you, you. What are you going to go see? You, no, no, you. Come here. Come here. Hi, welcome to Geeksters. Uh, what's your name? Bob. I'm Bob. Um, I see you dressed as a Jawa. Yeah. Um, Why was your choice in that? How tall are you? 6'3". <laughs> Dude, really? Jawa? Like, Chewy? <laughs> Chewy for, first two, first two itchy for me. Uh, okay, well, you're the tallest Jawa on the planet, right? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, you, you, sir, sir, come here. Come here, come here. What's your name? Steve. Um, why are you wearing like Slave Leia outfit? Because uh, I like to feel pretty. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, look at the little kid. Come here, come here. What's your name? Bobby. Oh, what are you dressed up as? Yoda. Oh, that's so adorable. You got the ears for it. <laughs> Get out of here, kid. I think they were his real ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. hello, Missy. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. What's your name? Stacy. And you're dressed like the sexy stormtrooper, I see. Yes. <laughs> you may pass. <laughs> you may enter. Hey, you, 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 sir. Come here, come here, come here. Captain Kirk. Really? <laughs> What's your name? Pete. Pete. What are you thinking? You're dressed like Kirk. And I'm was... here to see <laughs> the Star Wars experience. You do realize you're going to get your ass kicked. <laughs> Some six foot three Jawa is going to come and stomp your ass. <laughs> I'm hoping Scotty will beat me up. <laughs> I think you're crazy. <laughs> But welcome to Disney. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> uh, um, okay, uh, Mickey. Oh, hi, kids. Uh, um, yeah, no, oh my God, it's Mickey. Hey, do Mickey? Oh uh, yeah. Um, huh. get off the lock. <laughs> get off the lock. What? We're doing a show. Huh. I don't see no permits. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me get the goons out. <laughs> <laughs> really, you got goons? Oh, huh? sure. Hey, fellas, come on out. 
<laughs> what seems to be the problem here? <laughs> These guys, they don't have permits. <laughs> no permits? That's not good, golly gee. Um, guys, really? You're going to... Goofy, come on. Piss off. <laughs> I, can, I can take it, Goofy. <laughs> not without my taser. <laughs> 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 now get these bitches off my lawn I'm the god mouse in this bitch <laughs> Well I hope you have fun Thank you I, you know, I hope it's successful I hope it's fun too I hope you do find a lot of stuff That you're going to be able to bring to the show Yes I mean if not It's just as long as you have a good time Yes You know When you come back We go see Star Trek Yes and, you know, with Dave, that should be fun. Oh, yeah. And the missus. Yes. So we have, like, a nice little powwow of... We've seen it in 3D or we've seen it in regular? Oh, might as well see it in 3D. I'm just asking. I figured, I'd, you know, since we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> some Indio behind-the-scenes stuff. Are we going to go see Star Trek in 3D or not? <laughs> um, well, we can see it in 3D. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much our conversations <laughs> outside the show. <laughs> so... And then we'll come back, we'll do the whole, hey, to boldly go where no podcast has gone before. <laughs> Star Trek Into the Darkness. <laughs> and then, you know, we'll talk about your your trip for the next episode. Yep. All right, well, on that, you know, on that note, yeah. if you want to get in touch with Ed. You can, you all, we'll start with you. If you want to get in touch <laughs> with Sean and have questions you want to ask me for the show that you want to present. You can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And if you want to get in contact with Ed to wish him good luck on his trip or have him like look out for certain things, you can get him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. And remember, kids, if you know that Chewy looks better without pants, you might be a geekster. 